By now, we are all familiar with apps and how they allow us to perform certain tasks on our computers, tablets and smartphones. But do they have a place in construction equipment? Karina McLean, Senior Software Developer for Intelligent Machine Platforms at Volvo Construction Equipment, certainly thinks so. And she believes that this technology might allow operators to constantly improve in areas such as reduced fuel consumption by enabling them to effectively chase a better score, much as you would in a computer game. She also believes this technology might be used to constantly refresh the skills possessed by more experienced operators. In this exclusive interview, we look at the gamification of the construction equipment world and how apps might make the leap from our pockets to our machine cabs. So, Karina, before before we get into your role within uh, Volvo Construction Equipment, can you give us a bit of information about your background, how, how you come to be here? Right. Um, actually, I did a degree in computer science uh, first with artificial intelligence because I, I, I thought it sounded interesting, and I'm not entirely sure what I expected out of it at the time. Um, I'm quite visually motivated, so it actually led me to a career of graphics and game development uh, initially when I was younger. Um, then in the years before I joined Volvo, I was actually working in innovation with, with things like virtual and augmented reality. Um, and yeah, in, in a sort of app context. So with app development, uh, specifically in these areas. So yeah, that, le- that led me to app development, but in Volvo. <laughs> I, I was going to say that that doesn't necessarily sound like a grounding for working a construction equipment company. How, how did you come to be at Volvo? <laughs> no, it doesn't, does it? It's a bit of a random jump. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, actually, so it's it's a bit of a funny one. I, I actually grew up in Eskilstuna, which is uh, where Volvo Construction started. So my dad worked for Volvo BM and then VME and then uh, Volvo Construction Equipment uh, throughout me growing up. And actually, at the time, I was thinking, do you know what? This is a tiny town and I want to experience the world. And I dumped it all and I thought, I'm never coming back here. <laughs> and then... Um, I uh, came back. <laughs> so in in 2017, we actually moved back from the UK to Sweden. And I decided to have a little look at what we were doing. And then I realized that a lot of the things I was very interested in, in terms of the innovation uh, and actual application of, of new technology, uh, Volvo was really quite far ahead with, much further ahead than I was expecting them to be. Given your background and, and, and app development and all that kind of thing, what do you bring to, to Volvo and to the development of the company's construction equipment? Well, I think probably, like you say, it's, it's a very different perspective. It's a bit of an unexpected uh, jump between uh, industries. And I think that, to some extent, is, is a strength um, now. <laughs> it was incredibly confusing the first six months. <laughs> but I think now that I've sort of landed, um, I think the different perspective. I mean, I came from a very uh, an area very focused on, you know, how the user experiences the apps and, you know, how do they look and feel and what do we expect from feedback and, you know, the, the, the small interactions with an app. And I think maybe that is a, a strength because within Volvo, uh, we have a lot of experience in embedded development, like traditional embedded development, but maybe less in the, in the softer aspects of, you know, how, how you use an app and how rewarding that is. I, I mean, obviously this is something that we've discussed at, at length, both in the magazine and, and previously here on the podcast, this idea of the gamification of construction equipment, you know, that, that we often liken the control the controls of an excavator to a, a, a PlayStation uh, operation. And to my mind, there's, there's, there's a bit of a, a dichotomy there because for one thing I, you see these um, simulators of excavators and I've always had slight concerns about those in that you know if, if you 
do something wrong on a simulator, you can start again. If you do something wrong in the real world, then that's you know it, it could potentially be deadly. Um, but then, th- then also, I, I guess there's the, the flip side of that. You know, with with the way that w- we interact with equipment and that kind of thing these days, that that's kind of the way we're heading, isn't it? Yes, probably. I think I think gamification, having coming having come from a games background, I, I struggle a little bit with the term because I think it's very very broad. You know, it it can mean nearly anything depending on how you talk about it. Um, I think in terms of the biggest thing to gain from gamification or from games, I think, is that intri- the, the way it intrinsically motivates you to keep using it and, you know, to keep getting better at it and, and that it should motivate you to actually want to get better at something. And I think maybe sometimes when people apply the term gamification, it, it's very it's very superficial and might not actually equate to that. So I think, in, and that's sort of coming back to simulations and, and the way we use it in apps, I think... Uh, if they can contribute to getting experience of what might happen, you know, if if you do, don't do this right, then then the fact that something goes wrong in a simulator is probably good because it educates you in a safe environment. So I think I think it's very, you know, it's very dependent on the context and how, how it's done, and that it's done carefully to make sure that you know the sort of the risks are still communicated effectively so taking that a stage further then with uh, and I, I go I, I realize gamification is probably not the, the correct word but i can't think of a better one um this this idea of, of uh, this idea of constantly improving is there not a danger with that that you're you know if you're an operator you know your previous high school was loading i don't know 350 tons of the previous day to get to 360 tons or 400 tons that you're going to cut corners and, and do things in a slightly less safe manner i think yeah possibly i think depending on how you on how you develop the software um so for example in, in our case with operator coaching i think you have to be you have to be sensible about what you are scoring you know it should it shouldn't really be possible to cut corners and i think actually that's where part of the big learning can be taken from taken from actual games because i think there's there's an entire world of research actually into this you know how do we reward what we actually want to reward and how do we stop people from cutting the corners etc so i think there's lots to learn but actually so for example with operator coaching what we are monitoring (laughs) there is actually the good aspects of behavior you know it's it's how how efficiently you're doing things not how fast you know it's uh it's how much uh maybe how much impact you have of how much fuel you're using rather than how quickly you do something. <laughs> so I think it's like similar to when you're driving a car, <laughs> similar to when you're driving a car. If you try to do like the eco scoring on a car, it would very seldom <laughs> suggest that you should, you know, speed up or cut corners. So, yeah. Now you've mentioned the, the term operator coaching a couple of times there. What 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 is operator coaching? I mean, coaching to, to my mind suggests a, a guy stood there telling you what to do, but you, you, it's a little more advanced what we're talking about here, isn't it? Yes, it's a, it's a, it's more virtual coaching, I think. So basically, operator coaching is a part of uh, the Load Assist um, app that is on the Copilot, and what it does is it monitors the operator's behaviour. So it monitors the idling over a time, uh, the braking over a particular distance, you know, the the throttle position, and the use of, of things like lockup. And then it, it it basically monitors that and it runs analysis on it and it then creates a score based on what we see as desired behavior uh, on this. So basically it feeds back a score on your driving 
essentially. And then it obviously has a, has a bit of information around it. You know, if you get a, good, a bad score, you can you can click in and see, you know, what, what would create a good score so you can actually find out for yourself. So I think it's been, obviously there is uh, echo operator courses and I think we've been working quite closely with, with uh, those that offer those courses to make sure that it sort of corresponds with the teachings there. So it's like a virtual assistant for, for driving more uh, sensibly. <laughs> One of the, the subjects that we've covered here on the podcast quite a bit recently is this idea of um, uh, operator aids and, and, and that kind of thing. And, and we, we seem to have a bit of a, uh, certainly here in the UK, we seem to have a bit of a divide on those that, that embrace technology and, and can't wait to get more of it on board and those that are completely resistant because they feel it undermines their, their skill as an operator. So, I mean, in, in your experience, how are operators responding to, what first of all, the, the, the technology and, and also to maybe the intrusion into their work practices? I think it's probably, it would always be a bit of a mixed bag. I think, uh, like you say, not everybody responds particularly well to, to technology. And I think in this particular case, it feeds back on your behavior. And if you if you have a feeling that, you know, you, you're driving efficiently and economically, and then you get a slightly worse score than you expected, maybe it will, you know, it won't be so well received. <laughs> um, but But I think... We have done a lot of tests and pilots with with more experienced drivers, and actually those are the drivers that we've been been sort of setting the bar against. You know, the the, the experienced drivers. So hopefully, some of that's been mitigated by actually learning a lot about how. You know, it's not just our appreciation of how someone drives well. <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's monitoring several, you know, very experienced drivers and seeing how they drive. So I think hopefully rather than than it being seen as an intrusion, it will be seen as, you know, if you get a lower score than you may be expected to, hopefully it will then trigger, it will then trigger, you know, oh, maybe I can get a bit better score. Or, you know, if you find it really annoying, you can turn off the notification. <laughs> so it's not like you, you, it's not always going to present to you. you. You can turn it off, but if you're interested, you, you can find out more about your own behavior. Now, just while you're, you're saying that, I'm, I'm thinking out loud here, you know, and I'm not suggesting Big Brother here, but that, that sort of recording of, of behavior and performance and that kind of thing, that, that is, is recordable data, I guess, and, and something that the, that the guys at Volvo could analyze. Could that be used to, to improve machine design and, and, and that kind of thing in the future? I think absolutely. I think obviously we have to be incredibly careful about how we use data. Um, <laughs> you know, we can't just go and go ahead and use any data that hasn't been shared with us. But I think obviously, yes, it can be. And I think along alongside other, you know, the, there's care track and there's all this monitoring already uh, of how the machines are used. But I think definitely it can be. It can be used um, f- for that purpose. Now, my understanding is that you've applied this technology primarily to wheel loaders so far, but can it be applied to other parts of the Volvo range, you know, the excavators, the dump trucks and that kind of thing? I think absolutely. I think there's nothing uh, there's nothing saying it can't be applied to nearly anything. I think, obviously, how you drive a wheel loader is very different to how you you know, operate, a, uh, operate an excavator. So the, the algorithms that judge what, what constitutes, you know, the... the good behavior versus sort of less good behavior maybe um is going to be completely different so so it would need some you know reconsideration of how how, how that is done but there's nothing saying it couldn't be applied to nearly any of our areas that's really interesting. Now, where can listeners find out more? I mean, we, we, we've covered this in the latest edition of the Diggers and Dozers magazine, and I'll, I'll add a, a link to that in our show notes. But is there anyone, anywhere online that, that people can see or hear more um, from, from you guys at Volvo? Yes, absolutely. So there is a, there is a load assist page on our, on our website. Uh, and under that, you can click through into the operator 
uh, coaching side of of the app. And what's quite interesting there as well is actually at the end there's a there's a video of quite an experienced operator talking about how he saw the app. So hopefully you know his view. This is somebody that uses uses Wheel Lotus on a daily basis, and you know he's an experienced driver. And the fact that he found it incredibly you know incredibly rewarding to see areas of improvement and um yeah a sort of continuous professional development but less maybe less intrusive actually than having to go to a course you know here you you get it fed back to you very non-judgmentally from from a from a device <laughs> so yeah just see again I, you just mentioned courses there i mean that, that that's something that just occurred to me here is you know we, we have ref- refresher courses and that kind of thing i mean in, in the future that you know there's nothing to say that that, that could not be as you say, done through an app, and you know, if, if particularly if a guy is an experienced operator, we already know that he can do his job. But when you can now judge how well he can do his job as well, can't we? Yeah, I think I think it's always a difficult one because I think there's such an incredible value in face-to-face courses as well, uh, and it's not always easy to just replicate that with an app. But I think it's a as a companion to proper courses. I think uh, it's perfect. So I don't, hopefully at the moment it wouldn't replace courses, but I do think, yeah, maybe refreshes and maybe, you know, in daily use, like slightly reminding you of, of these aspects that you've, you've found out about, then yes, I think it's very good. 